Astrology is a practice that allows people of all stripes to self-reflect and make sense of their lives and their experiences. It's inclusive, it's community building, and it's pretty much harmless. But if you practice or even just like astrology, you probably have experienced that moment where someone you're talking to just immediately shifts their energy in the conversation once you either bring it up or let it slip. People might not be outright rude about it, although that certainly happens, but you may pick up on the feeling that they're just not taking you seriously anymore. Because no matter how far we've come in removing the stigma, we have a ways to go, but we're getting closer. I'm Sarah, I'm a Gemini Sun. This is Reclaiming and Girls to the Fucking Front. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Reclaiming, the weekly podcast where we take everything back that was taken from us by the patriarchy one by one. I'm Sarah. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm so over the moon to have you this week. Before I get to the topic, just wanted to make sure that you are signed up for Reclaiming the Newsletter, which hits your inbox every Monday. Same with this podcast. If you like feminist shit or you like punk shit or you like witchy shit, it's here for you. <laughs> Don't miss out. You can sign up on the website at reclaimeffingeverything.com. That's reclaim, E-F-F-I-N-G, everything.com. Also, if you could please head to Spotify or Apple, give this podcast a five-star rating and review. I would love it. I would be so happy. It helps me with the algorithm. And I've told you before, there's so many other podcasts named Reclaiming. So it'd be great if we could bump this one all the way up. So thank you. Love you. Well, my loves, it's been a tough week. I don't know about you, but I actually had a different topic planned for this week. But early on, I was hit with like this wave of discouragement and I just felt so disconnected to my art. I'm working on several projects right now. And now that I'm self-employed and leaning on my writing to keep the lights on, I'm feeling these days like I'm kind of over marketing myself. And it kind of sucks because it just feels gross and capitalistic. So instead of doing the episode that I had planned and I was going to do one on orgasms for uh, Valentine's Day, I decided to pivot and talk about something that just felt so me that I had to kind of remind myself that it was actually the reason I came up with this podcast all those months ago. (laughs) No, it's not witchcraft, not yet at least, although that topic is coming, but it's an offshoot. And this week I'm talking about astrology. Now I'm a baby astrologer. True. I think I know probably more than the average human, but it's just such a vast and intricate system of knowledge. And it has a huge history and this gigantic blend of philosophy and spirituality and science and math that it seems almost impossible for me to know a lot about it. But I started studying astrology six years ago during this whole recovery process, and it changed my life. It really, really did. And while it has, you know, even in the last six years gained incredible mainstream acceptance, there are plenty of people who discredit it straight to our faces. It's always been relegated to the sidelines, but also because it's kind of used throughout the decades as kind of like this silly back page filler. Now, if you grew up in the 2000s, there was always, you know, those bogus horoscope pages at the back of every teen magazine or women's magazine. And let me tell you, horoscopes are so different from astrology and the astrology that I'm talking about. Horoscopes are like the wish version of astrology. Not that there's anything wrong with them. They're just not, you know, they're just kind of the dupe version. (laughs) 
is I'm calling it. It kind of during those decades gave astrology and those who practice it kind of a silly name. So I'm kind of here just wanting to reclaim it with you. You don't have to like astrology or follow astrology or practice it to like this podcast episode. I think it's just one of those things that's a really good example of how far we've come in reclaiming it and how we should celebrate every single moment of progress and just make sure we take this chance to just dig our heels in and keep moving forward. So I just I think it's a really good case study in reclaiming things and how far we've come. So people turn to astrology in times of stress. Now, we've all collectively experienced quite a bit of stress since 2016, since, you know, the last six years, since that man was elected to the presidency. I feel like it had a lot of us in major distress. His election was this huge prompt for me. And I know so many other people's to divest from the systems that got him there. And these are systems that are inherently violent towards women and LGBTQ, people of color, disabled people, more. So it's been a pretty stressful time for us, right? Well, it shouldn't be a surprise then that astrology has seen a huge resurgence in popularity during these past years. The astrology we see today is a flavor of psychology and social science rather than observational science that it used to be based upon. And it was kind of given to us by the new age era of the 60s and 70s. This particular brand of astrology really focuses on internal matters of the mind and spirit. And a lot of people think that just leaves too much room for confirmation bias. Look, I get it. But if you're one of those people that think it's just a bunch of woo-woo confirmation bias, let me tell you this. Most of us that practice it really aren't doing it for woo-woo reasons. Some may. I don't. Lots of other people I know don't. We look at it as a tool for self-reflection and spirituality. Astrology practitioners, especially if you're really serious about it, really look at each planet as having like a historic role in our lives. Each sign has a vibe and an energy and each astrological house is basically the stage on which all of this plays out in our lives. All of this together gives us a system that's bigger than ourselves to make sense of our daily lives. You've heard the term as above, so below, right? Well, this is where it applies. What's going on in the stars and planets above us is also happening in our day-to-day -day lives. Astrology is a tool. It's more kind of a language than that's that's really more metaphorical than literal. So when we're looking at the sky for help, we're really not using it to tell the future, right? We're using it as a cosmic weather report, a system that tells us what to look for within ourselves during those particular moments. Astrology is very misunderstood by people that think it's just a bunch of confirmation bias. Some people even think it's demonic. But have you ever noticed that the people that speak out about it are the ones that really know the least about it? And how it's actually used. Astrology offers people in crisis the comfort of imagining a better future. It also tells us that everything will pass, right? Cycles are how we operate. We go through phases and cycles. I'm going through a shitty period right now, and I know that it's a cycle and it's going to end. That's what astrology tells us. That's really what people are looking for, that comfort in times of stress and just in good times too. And astrology acts like a bomb when we're stressed about the future. It gives us appreciation for magic. It gives us an appreciation for the knowingly unreal, those intangible aspects of our lives that really kind of defy the big data and the technology and the transparency of the web. Embedded in the patriarchy is a lot of hate for astrology. I read an article from Vice that interviewed a bunch of guys in the UK, and here are a few 
quotes that I pulled from it. Of course, it's linked in the show notes. Tom, 25 years old, says, quote, if you try to bring up that shit with me, I'll think you're a mindless bimbo. 35 year old Bob from Kent says it's a, quote, waste of time, waste of energy, waste of chip paper. It's like the lottery for lonely people. Another guy said it's a problem for him when it, quote, stops being an interest and becomes a personality trait like I'm an astrology girl. Unsurprisingly, dating has provided a stage for this tension. As women and femmes become hooked on astrology, more people who date them are being forced to engage with it on a different level and confront their skepticism. Most of the men, the writer of this piece, this Vice piece spoke to, talked about astrology ruining dates or ex-girlfriends who were too obsessed. They complained about girls bowing out of potential relationships once they discovered their sign. But did they even consider that they bowed out because they're just inseparable people that can't let someone enjoy what they like? Probably not. I understand that people don't want to be labeled and put into tiny boxes like he's a Pisces or she's a cancer. I've seen on Reddit where guys will purposefully tell a woman the wrong side and when she asks just to catch her. But what they don't realize is that one sign, your sun sign, is just one sign of a much bigger chart. And it's lame to do that to someone. People, if this happens to you on a date, red flag, move on. I find it a little bit arrogant, too, that people can be so quick to dismiss something that's been used forever to guide everyone from farmers to politicians. Humans have been looking at the stars, trying to figure out what they mean for thousands of years in ancient China and Babylon, Sumeria, Rome, Egypt, Greece. Humans have practiced their own form of astrology. And at some point during the first millennium, these different kinds of astrology came together to form what we in the Western world practice today. This is called Hellenistic astrology. And it's gone through cycles of being in vogue and out of vogue. Look, I'm absolutely here for the skepticism. I think it's healthy and I'm here for questioning systems of authority. So the discussion is totally okay. But how many of us have been arrogantly berated about how astrology isn't scientific? And those of us that follow and practice it basically are like, that's not the point. My point here isn't to shut down any conversation about astrology other than like the praiseworthy echo chamber stuff. I just want to remind people that it's okay to be a practitioner. It's okay to be a skeptic. But people who make you feel like shit about liking what you like are not worth having in your life, period. Happily, my love, I'm excited to say the stigma seems to be receding as the practice has really kind of grabbed a foothold in the online culture, right? It's perfectly suited for the internet age. There's a low barrier to entry. There's endless content to go through if you feel like going down a rabbit hole. More in-depth information has given astrology in this cultural wave, this kind of like highbrow erudition. Just there's more there's more discussion about things like Saturn's return than like using pickup lines, using it as a pickup line. And that's so true. Maybe it's the fact that I live in L.A. and tend to only spend my time with people that accept me and my interests like astrology. But everyone I know here is pretty knowledgeable about it, at least enough that it lends me to believe that they take it seriously and I feel safe expressing my interest. There are also so many prominent astrologers these days, like my personal hero, Channing Nicholas and Jessica Lignato, to name a few. There are ones that are taking these huge, beautiful age old traditions and making them digestible. These digestible concepts fit perfectly into memes and TikTok and Instagram, but they also speak to current issues and challenges that we're all going through together. It's a good way to build community. It's a good way of representing, not necessarily explaining. It doesn't necessarily predict human experiences and life events, but it gives us, you know, a couple options to cope, right? I'm telling you this today 
to hopefully boost your mood about astrology and celebrate how far this one stigmatized system has come in breaking through to the mainstream. Let's take this as a really great sign that beyond astrology, there are things we're trying to reclaim and they're starting to get loosened from the patriarchy's grip. We're getting closer, my loves. This is the time to dig in and not shy away from taking a stand to protect the things we're taking back because we are so worth it. I take emotional refuge in knowing that traditional religion has been losing its grip lately and church attendance, particularly among millennials and Gen Z, is declining and not a moment too soon. Individual spirituality is in, not just in L.A., everywhere. Our generation is so comfortable living between skepticism and belief. We have seen some shit, my loves. (laughs) We've spent so much of our lives online and we've seen how the old systems and the old stigmas that we were raised to believe just simply aren't true. We know that something also doesn't have to be quote unquote real to feel true. As I mentioned earlier, mass interest in astrology is only increasing and rapidly at that. Our generation entered the workforce during the Great Recession. We never wanted that man in office in 2016, and he did everything he could to fuck us over. We realized our worth quickly during the pandemic. We were quite quitting. We were taking part in the Great Resignation. We're starting to realize that there are things that can comfort and give us power that we were told told for so long we're bad or dumb or evil like astrology. Reclaiming it completely and fully really won't take much, my loves. The stigma around it is weakening and we just need to make sure that we keep on the course and use it without shame. There is absolutely no shame in practicing astrology. It's inclusive. It's not very gendered. It doesn't have a set of rules that turns people away like other religions do. Anyone can practice it. Anyone can believe in it. Anyone can like it. If you're interested in astrology, take this as a sign that you're not alone in your curiosity and give yourself permission to explore it. Unlike many of the organized religions, astrology also helps us explore our shadows. It helps us slow down and review what's going on in our lives and what's going on in the bigger picture. It lets us explore things like grief and trauma and self-sabotage. These things all run counter to how straight cis men are constantly conditioned in their lives to manning up instead of opening up. The people that are the most skeptical about astrology seem like the ones that need it the most, right? It's This is why it's so much easier for women and femmes and LGBTQ to identify with these themes. It offers community and refuge for these folks, which is something we really need to lean into during this decline of organized religion and this complete uncertainty in the world and all this distress. I wanted to read this quote from one of the articles that I'm going to link in the show notes uh, before I wrap up because I thought it was really apt for this discussion. And here it goes. To understand astrology's appeal is to get comfortable with paradoxes. It feels simultaneously cosmic and personal, spiritual and logical, ineffable and concrete, real and unreal. It can be a relief in a time of division not to have to choose. It can be freeing in a time that values black and white ones and zeros to look for answers in the gray. It can be meaningful to draw lines in the space between moments of time or the space between pinpricks of light in the night sky, even if you know deep down they're really light years apart and have no connection at all. So a few final thoughts, my loves. If someone criticizes you for practicing astrology, that's okay. That person is not for you. 
If someone blows you off on a date or in a friendship or whatever for being too into astrology, thank Venus and Jupiter for the trash taking itself out. Always listen to your intuition, check in with it regularly and practice in a way that feels safe and supportive to you. I understand that not everyone has the privilege of being able to believe and practice these things openly, particularly if they are part of the church, but know that you can practice whatever feels right as long as it doesn't hurt or harm anyone. Take solace in the fact that astrology has helped so many people for thousands of years. It only takes an internet connection and a browser or TikTok to learn more about it. The stigma is declining, my loves. It's so exciting. And it'll take all of us to do our part to take our brooms and sweep the rest of that stigma out the back door together. That's it for this week, my loves. Thanks so much for listening. Once again, please make sure you're signed up for Reclaiming the newsletter at reclaimeffingeverything.com. That's reclaimeffingeverything.com. Follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at reclaimeffingeverything. And please head to Spotify or Apple. Give this podcast a five-star rating interview. Listen, my love, astrology is a practice. It comes alive only through consistent use. And it's been in practice for a huge part of human existence. Like what you like, follow what you follow. We're getting closer to rooting out the stigma, but it's going to take a pretty big push from all of us to make sure we don't go back. So babies of the Zodiac, shine like the stars and don't let anyone take it from you. Until next week, I love you to Pluto and back and girl fucking power. Power.